Welcome to the Art Ross Radio Hour, brought to you by First National Grocery. Tonight, we preview the new Northeast Division with new rivals Detroit and Florida. Coming up next on the Art Ross Radio Hour. So I'm Sarah Connors from Stanley Cup of Chowder, obviously. I'm here with Cornelius Hardenberg, also from Stanley Cup of Chowder, and JJ from Kansas, from Winging It in Motown. And Kansas. You know, I never really, this is going to sound really dumb, I never connected that that's why you had that in your name. <laughs> that I'm actually from Kansas? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, it's, Yahoo commenters don't get it either, because every time I write something, they're like, I don't see how somebody come from Detroit from, can say that, and it's like, you didn't read my, my name. The blog I started commenting on, uh, Abel Eiserman, basically oh. asked, you know, what's your name, where are you from, and so I just was always JJ from Kansas, and I decided for some dumb reason to keep the same username everywhere to ruin my reputation all across the internet. Well, I started using my real name, so, you know. Yeah, I can't do that just yet. Winnipeg just sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, by, like, a lot. They're they're awful. And not just the, the team, but the city and the writers. Not the SB Nation writers, but, like, their, their beat writers are probably the worst. Well, them in Edmonton. I have it on good authority. Their CFL team is also bad. I don't know what that is. Canadian football. Don't worry about it. Fake football. It's fine. It's not yeah. fake football. It's crazy rules. There's football. only three downs. There's only three downs. You can move before it. The field is longer. And I'm telling you, crazy rules football. Last week, uh, somebody returned a missed field goal for a 118-yard touchdown. What's not to like? <laughs> Did you hear that um, someone in Toronto, I guess, today, thought they saw Mark Stewart just, like, hanging out in Toronto, speaking of Winnipeg? Okay. Mark Stewart. Yes, no, I remember. The, the battleship. Yep. Old battleship um, face. Yeah. What if he ends up in Toronto, though? Like, well, and he's, there's a reason he was there. I mean, he's American. He has no other reason to go to Toronto, right? Like, how, though? I don't know. End up on Toronto? I don't know. I mean, I hope that happens, because that means that they definitely have to trade Cody Franson, but... It's just like you just imagine the most dumb things that a team could do, and Toronto is like, yeah, we'll do that. They're that kid who will drink whatever you put in a glass. Yeah, here's a grape soda with an ant in it. Will you drink this? Of course. <laughs> Does the fact that Detroit is joining our the Floor Thieves Conference automatically make it NBC's toughest conference? Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously. All right. Because Detroit was amazing, and they, uh, they got closer to beating the eventual cup champs than anybody else. <laughs> And then Ottawa was actually better than their record indicated. Montreal was, was not bad. Boston is, is really good. I think Tampa, if they can get a goalie that can stop anything, they're they're pretty decent. Uh, the other two teams, Florida and Toronto, and oh, shit, I always forget that Buffalo exists. Forget them. I'm really glad it's not just me. Yeah, yeah, every time. I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, I only has seven teams in it, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. Awesome. And Buffalo. Yeah. I, I think the Pacific will be pretty good, too. Yeah, they'll all be pretty good. I don't know. No, the the Central uh, Conference Three is Conference not good. Three is not good. Conference Three. They're not going to be good. No. Because I mean, what are the good teams in that in that division? It's Chicago, Minnesota Wild. Yeah, Chicago, and then it drops down to the Blues, and then after that, it's just a melange of awful. Yep. Like you've got the Predators and the Wild and the Stars and the Avalanche yep. and the Jets. I mean, that's. 
That's just fucking knowing that two of those teams are going to make the playoffs is insulting to me. They really should do the crossover thing where like the the fifth team or whatever from the one division, if they're better than the fourth team, they oh, get to yeah. pop. Yeah, I the AHL did that a few years ago, and it actually worked out really well. MLS did that. Hello. 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 Florida has joined us. Yeah, I think the uh, the Florida East has a good chance of being like the best division. Metropolitan's got a a decent balance of teams. But I think they're full of paper tigers. I was going to say, other than the Flyers, who are just flat-out awful. Yeah. Like, awful yeah, and aimless. Mm-hmm. I seriously can't believe how fast they dropped off. I mean, they were only worse in the league, like, five or six years ago. But still, I mean, they made the cup finals a couple of years ago and gave us problems and... Assholes. We're awful again. <laughs> Wait, you get Todd caught up on the questions. You want to move on to question three? Todd, why don't you weigh in on the first question? Winnipeg sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They'll, they'll always be the thrashers to me. You and me both, brother. You and the me Atlanta both. The Atlanta Thrasher Jets. Did you hear? Oh, here's another dumb story. Um, apparently in Winnipeg a couple days ago, there was like this this bird. All these birds suddenly dropped dead. And uh, I was reading this story online, and one of the comments was the greatest thing ever. It was, why couldn't they have been the Thrashers? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been perfect. Yeah, that would have been really cool. <laughs> but, yeah, Winnipeg's terrible. Which, uh, which team are you most looking forward to being in your division uh, in the coming year that, that wasn't there before? I'd have to say the three of them, Boston, Montreal, and Toronto. I mean, trading trading out Washington, Carolina, and, and Winnipeg for those teams is, is you know, fantastic in my opinion. I'm going to say I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Red Wings playing Buffalo. I have a – I mean, I, I like when the Red Wings win, so that's obvious. Right. But yeah. I've got this um, insane hatred for Villalino. Like, I put a lot of, like, emotional – stock into Villalano coming over and, and really kicking ass and he he came over and he was a lazy asshole who like didn't want to fight for his for anything really and then he got a, a huge contract so I want to watch him fail as much as possible. I can relate to hating Villalano so uh Yeah, I really hope they uh don't over overpaid bum. Uh, hey I hated Villalano before it was cool, alright? <laughs> well two thousand ten yeah, I think I probably turned on him before you did. Yeah, maybe. Oh, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, he he got there because he was so bad for the Red Wings that they gave him right. up for like a conditional pick and uh, Ole Christian Tolufson. The, no, not not even the rights to Ole Christian Tolufson. Uh, <laughs> he never wore a Red Wings uniform. Like that was as close to giving a player away as as Ken Holland has has ever gotten. I mean, other than like putting a guy on waivers, which might have happened if Holmgren had been nice enough to do that. So you didn't trade anybody away for a conditional seventh? I <sighs> know uh, they've done that before. They threw Mike Commodore away for a conditional seventh. Okay. And uh, I think Ken Huskins was a conditional seventh this year too, also to Philadelphia. <laughs> Philly. <laughs> I forgot he was with Philly now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're not going to resign him, so the Red Wings aren't going to get that pick. Yeah. Oh, no. I know, it's <laughs> awful. But it's going to be a high seventh round pick. It's basically a low sixth. <laughs> exactly. 
So can we all uh, commit to just calling it the Floor Thieves Division, or people actually... I mean, we already really have, haven't we? Well, I certainly have, and I plan to enforce it with, you know, as close to an iron fist as I can get on the internet, which is to say I can yell about it a lot and hope people listen, but, uh, yeah. I like it. I like Snowbird, too, but Floor Thieves is better. There are no snowbirds in Detroit, are there? Really? Is there anybody in Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold in the heat. <laughs> Good call, Penn's blog. <laughs> they have their moments. Any teams in the Florida East that you have, uh, like, old sl- slumbering rivalries with, perhaps? That uh, or any old wounds that might be reopened? Anything we should be looking for here? Well, if uh, my history serves me correctly, the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs uh, don't uh, historically get along very well. But that's oh, been yeah. so long, and the Maple Leafs have been terrible for so long. I'm just worried that they're going to be like the they're going to be awful, but they're just going to beat Detroit every time they play. They did uh, Montreal already, pretty much. Year. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I think that the Red Wings got the Ottawa rivalry off on the right foot. Like, I didn't give two shits about Ottawa until July 1st. And then, like, I really am looking forward to all of those games. But other than that, I kind of don't. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Like, I, I have a feeling it's, it's not going to take long to hate Boston just no. because they're, they're like the East version of, of the Ducks, except they're not. Terrible. Yeah, they're not uh, bad under the surface, but they're like a big, tough team who who plays that kind of a, a game, but they can also possess the puck. And it feels like there's like two schools in in hockey where the the Red Wings are the more puck position uh, puck position team, and and the the Bruins are more of the the bang them up, smash mouth kind of kind of players. And those two schools of hockey go go fit, go head to head. So uh, yeah, I think hating the Bruins is going to come real quick. People seem to make an easy time of it, or have an easy time of it. I mean, you've got so many people to hate. <laughs> your your owner is the devil himself. Well, we hate him, too. Right. Yeah, I know. And we I, love the team. And then there's Lucic and Marchand, especially. They are special. I like it. I mean, other than that, since, like, since you got rid of Sagan. Yeah, like, that's true. Do you guys have players on your team specifically that we should be looking to hate like that? I mean, I... I feel like I should know more about like Detroit's depth, but I can't. Uh, you're not gonna like Justin Ablocator. Right, right. I did know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Jordan Tutu is still gonna be on the the roster by the time the season starts. If so, uh, he's he's a runaround yeah, shitbag. Yeah, I remember him with Nashville going to Blues games. Everybody hated him pretty bad. Yeah, I mean he didn't charge people nearly as often in Detroit this year as he as he used to. But he still just he just takes open runs at people all the time. Good times. Keeps his elbows down. Um, no, other than that, uh, I mean, I hate Datsuk because he's so good, but that's the same reason I'm going to hate Bergeron. I'm going to call it now. Uh, Dave, David Krejci is going to take out somebody on Detroit that plays at least 15 minutes a night in a seemingly uh, not non-malicious act, but I'm just calling it now. You watch out for him. I'll predict that that player is Johan Franzen then. Okay. 
How about from Florida? Which players on Florida? I mean, we were kind of familiar with Florida up here, but you guys kind of switched things around this season, so who should we be looking to get really annoyed at? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if there's anybody on this team you guys should be annoyed at. None at all? Zero? No, I mean, I, I don't... I'm not. I'm not expecting much from from the Panthers this year again. I mean, it's got to be better than last year. You know, as long as as long as they get some players back. You know, maybe Bergenheim, Upshaw, if he can stay healthy. Matthias, maybe. You know, those. You know, but. Upshaw. Or pretty Upshaw? soft bunch. Yeah, pretty Scotty soft. Upshaw, right? Scotty yeah. Upshaw. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who should we be looking to get really annoyed at? <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody on this team you guys should be annoyed at. None at all? Zero? No, I mean, I, I don't... I'm not, I'm not expecting much from, from the Panthers this year again. I mean, it's got to be better than last year, you know, as long as, as long as they get some players back. You know, maybe Bergenheim, Upshaw, if he can stay healthy. Matthias, maybe, you know, those, you know, but... Upshaw? Or pretty Upshaw? soft bunch. Yeah, pretty Scotty Upshaw, right? Scotty yeah. Upshaw? Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's one. Yeah. Oh, shit, Thomas Kopetsky. Oh, yeah, fuck him. Ryan is a dumb face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not, like, dangerous or anything. He's just a stupid no. jerk. Yeah, not a, not a lot of toughness on the Panthers. They're 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 a pretty soft bunch for the most part. Uh, there's Versteeg. He takes runs of people. Uh, I don't I don't think he's even going to be back until around New Year's. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's still he's still healing. What about Jovo Cup? Is he old? Yeah, good at all. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah. What is he? Oh, he's got that going. <laughs> he's about a hundred now. Well, a couple of playoffs ago when he was playing with the Coyotes, um, the, the Wings were finishing them off, and he just got furious with Darren Helm and, like, grabbed him by the face and was trying to, like, rough him up a little bit, so... Yeah, he can he can still get pretty pissy. I haven't heard much about him lately, though. I heard, of, like, maybe a month or so ago he was supposed to be close to getting back to 100%, but I, I guess we'll see when training camp starts. Per... The Red Rising website. <laughs> uh, speaking of owners who are uh, jerks, by the way, the the we borrowed that from the Blackhawks website. You mean? <laughs> oh, did he <you> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they did that like five years ago or something like that. For some reason, I started following your mark on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And he like he tweeted like uh like uh, maybe a month ago he tweeted like flying to Vegas to have lunch. How many people do that? And I was like, "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> I I'm actually speaking of Panthers and their ownership and all that. Um, I feel like a lot of people I know have seriously considered buying Panthers season tickets. It's because they're so cheap. <laughs> Just like, that's unbelievable. Yeah, they're crazy. Cra the jersey. Yeah, they're crazy cheap. I, uh, Plus, they I, get 
And they have a dynamic Alaskan duo, Scott Gomez and Joy Crab. Oh my god, I forgot Scott <laughs> Gomez was a Panther. Amazing. At, le- nope. at, least we're le- at least we're leading the league in something. <laughs> um, <but laughs> unfortunately, it's a- unfortunately, it's Alaskans. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how it'll be when uh, he plays against the Habs. Gomez? Yeah. I hope he scores a hat trick. I mean, yeah. I hope yeah, so, do, so do I. I hope he shows them what it's, you know, what they miss. Like he'll actually score some <laughs> goals against them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I gotta say though that that uh, did Scott Gomez score website was the greatest thing. And the countdown since the last time he'd scored <laughs> when it hit a year, they like <laughs> everyone celebrated. It was amazing. I don't know. What are you guys' biggest acquisition this summer? Uh, really, just re-signing Joachim Anderson. Nothing else is of note in Detroit, really. Didn't that just happen a couple days ago, too? Yeah, like last week. Yeah. Maybe we got one more kid to sign. No, I mean, we got this guy, uh, Stephen Weiss. He's, I think he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he used to play in, like, the minors or something. I don't know. Yeah, so he was semi-pro. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not good at like picking on the Panthers. I don't. Know. Right. It, it's tough because like like I don't care. Like I'll pick on the Red Wings all day because I mean a Detroit fans are fucking obnoxious. <laughs> B guilty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then like B like at the end of the day the Detroit fan can go home and like cry into their like Stanley Cup champion gear and stuff. You know, Florida Panthers. It's like you're the rat and. Uh, I don't know. You tell you, me. You wouldn't, believe how many, you wouldn't believe how many people down here are still hung up on on like ninety three, ninety four, but I guess I can't blame them because nothing's really happened since then. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you've got something you can learn kind of, over the Predators, which is just kind of sad. The Bruins held a parade when Ray Bork won a cup in Colorado. Like we, yeah, we understand low points. <laughs> Also, the Bruins not um, telling Colorado to go fuck themselves when they retired Bork's number. <laughs> what were you going to say? No, don't? Come on. Yeah, no, don't. That would be insulting. <laughs> what are you doing? You are ruining hockey. You played like, played Colorado. 80 games. No, it's insulting the entire concept. Like Anybody who has their jersey retired is now like, oh, yeah, but they... Uh, Colorado retired Bork's, too, so it doesn't mean as much. Minnesota retired Wild fans. <laughs> oh Double yeah, I forgot baby. about that. God, that's yeah, that's way worse. So like, if somebody gets a jersey, a Minnesota jersey with one and their and their name on it, is that like a foul? It is technically a retired non-player. I think it is a foul for getting their own name on it. If they get wild fans on it, then then it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's it's okay. I I have seen a wild fans one jersey before, definitely. They should put a Stanley Cup patch on it, too, while they're at it. <laughs> like, someday in the future, Stanley Cup patch. Oh, man. if they, You make a mint selling future Stanley Cup patches. <laughs> they, they've been using the same logo for the last couple of years. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard, right? Yeah. I like that idea. You should put that on on your own jerseys. Oh, yes. Like Cappuccino jerseys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to be expensive enough as is. They're going to be awesome, though. They are going to be totally awesome. 
Is there is there a picture of that available anywhere? I'd like to see what one of those look like. Oh yeah, it's on the site. There's a whole post up for it. You can go oh there. okay. So like basically, you remember the Bruins like Pooh Bear thirds? Yeah. Where like the best thing that ever happened was like, uh, one time PJ Stock got all hopped up on something. It's cocaine. And uh, beat the hell out of Stephen Pete in like an incredible fight in like 2002. Yeah, that's uh, so it's that. But we altered the front logo a little bit so the bear has like sunglasses and is like doing a little smug smile thing. And then um, the shoulder patches, instead of being like this awful word mark that just says Bruins and Block Butters, is the blog logo. Oh, okay. It should be pretty sweet. Sounds pretty sweet. Well, we'll as soon as my uh, PayPal account gets verified, we're gonna start collecting orders for them. So tell your friends. <laughs> oh, I'll tell I'll tell our writer Jeff. He's a big Bruins fan. He might actually do that. Okay, I'm looking at the picture right now. It needs to say "deal with it" at the bottom. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> or like, do you know who I am? In honor of Lucic. <laughs> No, we can all just get fat in the off season instead. <laughs> it's a more fitting tribute. Although you know, he's not going to this season. Well, he's right, of... he doesn't have enough time. Also, the Olympic camp. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're pretty much good to go. I'm pretty excited about this. He wants to play with his bros. Yeah. Over in Russia. Hey guys. Yeah, how, many, how many wings are at Olympic camp right now, or this summer, I guess? Uh, like all of Sweden. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think uh, Jakob Kindle's got a decent shot of making uh, the Czech team. I know Canadians were they're coached by by Babcock, but yeah, no Canadians. Because I mean, what the fuck? They're gonna send Kyle Quincy. <laughs> yeah, I'd like which to they should because I'm rooting against Canada. Well, right. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, it kind of sucks because uh, obviously Bergeron's going. Shirelli and Julian are both involved with the management. But still, yeah, fuck you, Canada. Marshawn yes. got invited to camp, too. It's so easy to root against Team Canada, even if, like, it's your your front office guys, because I don't give a shit about that. Right. Yeah. But I like, mean, you know, they're going to be getting put together by Steve Eiserman, and I still don't care. Canada fans make it so easy. Yep. I think, I think a couple of our uh, American writers are rebelling against the whole rooting for the America thing. What? I think Servo was planning on doing, going pro Canada. Can we temporarily ban them? Uh, we can look into that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Speaking of Team Canada and jerks who I hate, uh, did you guys remember that Jerome McGinley signed with the Bruins this summer? Because I keep forgetting. Yeah, I keep forgetting too. I yeah. get reminded of it. I was like, no, he went to Pit. No, he went to the Bruins. I, I think keep thinking he's in, he he's in Pittsburgh. Wouldn't be this confusing if the whole. Deadline thing hadn't happened. Oh my yeah. god, Aaron Ward. <sighs> Did you see his tweet when he was like, "I was right, guys, just leave." <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny dude. I know. He's a good guy. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. The Wings haven't had trouble with him in a while. Right, oh. but what has he had to work with? Calgary. Ole Jokinen. Oh yeah, Ole Jokinen. Who's actually a wasn't not that terrible enough player. He's just so. Like, his eyes are in love with each other. <laughs> They're so close. He's so strange-looking. 
<laughs> yeah, they really are pretty close. That's true. Like, if you had to pick one player in the NHL that you think is a brony, it's Ole Okun, right? <laughs> Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler has a Harry Potter tattoo, like, all over his calf. Like, it's Wait, like, yeah, that's true. I mean, no, maybe that was Brent Burns. Brent Burns is pretty, Brent yeah, Burns. I was just thinking him, too. Brent Burns also, no, it's Xenon Kanopka has a pet rabbit, right? Yes, Xenon Kanopka has a pet rabbit, which you took for a walk earlier today and tweeted a picture about. It's <laughs> amazing. I don't. I don't think owning a pet, walking a pet rabbit, is really as brony esque as having like a Harry Potter tattoo. No, definitely not. And I think you're right about Brent Burns. Which is a shame because Brent Burns is awesome. But you know, whatever. Any t- any uh, teams of you guys are looking forward to not playing, like six times a year? Yeah. The answer is Montreal. For me, it's for me, it's Carolina. I'm uh, pretty happy to have escaped from Columbus because they like. I think they. No, we won one game against them last year. Really? Yeah. Just one? Yeah. It was it was awful. Like we were on our way to winning another one and then RJ Umberger scored a game winner with like a second left. <laughs> well they went on that run at the end there too. I mean Yeah. They, they were pretty decent last year, especially in you know, once they got it going. Yeah, I think we escaped from Chicago at the right time because I don't want to deal with a few years of getting dominated by the Blackhawks. Nobody does. So we can just leave and like, haha, we shouldn't have played you at all, and we took you to seven. And yeah, you snuck by us, but whatever, we're still better. Yeah, How many cups have you won, bro? No, we would have beat your ass if we would have stayed in the West. So basically, it's perfect for you guys when Quebec City gets a team and you guys have to move back west. You'll have gotten to skip those couple years of Chicago being amazing. That's the thing is, we're gonna run to the other side of the fence, like, haha, you can't get me, and then the NHL is gonna move the fence on us. Yeah. Yep. They're just going to kick us right back in the lion's cage and everybody's going to hate us again. I mean, still. Yeah, still. Still. Not again. Still. I mean, it's not like people out east don't dislike the Detroit. Some people have that, like, oh, they're original six and history and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they, yeah, go, they don't yeah, deal with their fans. I was thinking about how much that annoyed me during the finals. About how, like, happy and, you know, whatever everyone was with Chicago. No, that is not how this works. You're wrong. Hey, I tried to get him mad. I put ketchup on a hot dog and put a video of it on the internet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, I did my part to rile people up. Yeah, you did. Kind of work. Still. Was, uh, you should have seen their response when I uh, congratulated them with an asterisk. That was a... <laughs> oh, I saw that. I came in and uh, posted on that post. That was pretty That was a fun post. Mm-hmm. They've been randomly like coming at me all summer. The post we put up was the one where it was just you know kind of ripping Chicago a little bit. Not very seriously, obviously. Um, and, yeah, they came at me for about a good month after that. Yeah, that was hilarious. I remember reading that. I was like, it was very – you could tell it was pretty tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. <laughs> the they responded. I mean, I've been to Wrigley. I liked it. It smelled like pee, but it was fun. Deep dish pizza isn't that bad. Whatever. It's fine. It's so weird, too, that, that whole fan base, because there's a ton of great Blackhawks fans right. on Twitter who, who remember how awful they were. <laughs> And then, like every time I get chirped, I just have a I have a habit. I go to their their Twitter page and I just go back to last November and I do a search for lockout. And obviously, nobody ever, none of the people who ever who who tweet me like mention the lockout ever. They don't like they all start mentioning the Blackhawks right around April or May. Huh. And then they're the biggest Blackhawks fans ever. You guys got any uh, road trips planned? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go up to see the uh, the Winter Classic. Right. 
and then I'm going to try my hardest to get to the Lindstrom retirement game in March. I wanted to actually come up and see a game in Boston with Jeff, but uh, like both of them are in October. Get them out of the way early. Yeah. Don't have to deal with them anymore. Sucks. I yeah. still think you need to round up a bunch of people and go to Ottawa and do the cheering at 11 minutes thing. Yeah, I do like that idea. Oh, we may we may post about that. <laughs> just because I really like the idea of like every fan base just overtaking Ottawa every time that they go to play there. Yeah, it's kind of like the Islanders. All yeah. the way, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a van trip to to the island planned. Yeah, yeah, that's that's happening. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah. I guess road trips uh, to your division are a little tougher for Utah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so other other than Tampa, it's not you know it's a little rough. Yeah. Is Detroit closer or Boston? Or are they both so far away? It doesn't matter. I think they're probably it's probably about e- equal. I would imagine. I've never been to Detroit, so I can't say how long it takes to get there. And I don't see that ever changing anytime soon. <laughs> well, Wait, so you've, have you been to Tampa in the last couple of years? No, no. I haven't, that's, that's a place that I'd probably never really want to go to again. I just I want to see that Tesla coil they have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Google says that Detroit is closer to Sunrise. Yeah. By 100 miles or... Two hours driving. So yeah, coming to Detroit. Yeah, maybe one day. I'd like to see the wings, but that's probably about it. Yeah, there's not a lot else to see right now. Maybe maybe, maybe Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, I have this grand plan where I am gonna eventually get to every NHL arena, so Someday, Detroit. I'll be there. It's actually not that bad of a drive from here. Says you. Says me. <laughs> it's like 13 hours, maybe? Oh, well, that's no big deal. No, that's like Halifax. No big deal. All right. Well, if you want a road trip out there, you let me know. <laughs> All right, sweet. How is Boston to Detroit 13 hours? It might be less, actually. Kansas City to Detroit is 13 hours. Yeah, it's probably less than. Or it's just St. Louis to Boston was 22. Northeast drivers. Well, yeah. They all go right. fast. We built our roads straight out here. It's fantastic. <laughs> and the downside is we put tractors on them every once in a while. It's true. Yeah, how long does it take you to get from where are you, New Kansas City? or? Yeah, I'm on the, the western outskirts of Kansas City, really. All right, how long does it take you to get to St. Louis? Uh, on a good day, I can get there three and a half hours, but the cops aren't all over I-70. I was going to say, yeah, it took me like four or so. So yeah. Northeast drivers are nothing. Are, are you old enough to re- remember the scouts or no? Um, no, not really. Okay. We didn't move to the Kansas City area until they were long gone. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, Boston to Detroit is 10 hours and 45 minutes. But that's crossing two borders. That is crossing two borders. We Which, both have passports, though. Yes, we do. 
Buffalo. What a miserable place to drive to. I know. <laughs> I did that for a Patriots game once. That was actually a really fun trip. But uh, you know. Yeah, if you don't if you don't go through Canada, it adds like another hour and a half. And you have to drive through Ohio, which is yeah. Just you have to go bad. through like Cleveland. At least there's interesting stuff to see in Canada. Like Brantford. Like London. And London. <laughs> <laughs> and eight thousand Tim Hortons. I mean. Although I guess they have those in Ohio too. Who, who wins the division? Boston. Detroit. Boston. <laughs> Detroit. I get two votes. Oh, okay. Todd, who you Probably go with Boston. Detroit ah. second. Then it's probably going to be some bullshit like Montreal third. Uh. I was going to say, who else do we think is even going to really make noise in this division? Is Montreal? I, I, I like Ottawa too. Yeah. yeah. They're a playoff team. Well, it's just the top four playoff teams, right? So. Yeah, Boston, Detroit. Montreal and Ottawa. And I really, really hope that at least Tampa Bay finishes ahead of Toronto. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see them miss the playoffs for a couple more years. I mean, like, at this point, like, it doesn't even make sense for me to want them to miss the playoffs, except for out of spite. Right, exactly. A couple <laughs> years ago, what you need? <laughs> I mean, which is enough, but a couple years ago, I was like, well, I don't really mind Toronto, but we have their first-round pick, so please suck and die as much as possible, but... So. No, I just... Uh... I yeah, it's entirely spite based. I really don't like them. I don't like their nothing wrong. Mostly. Nothing wrong with a little spite. No. Right. Although I do like Phil Castle. <laughs> I cannot lie. Yeah, well, I do too. Luckily for you, we get to cheer for him for two weeks this year. That's right. Him and Max Petrietti. Yeah. It's, oh my God! I can't wait. Well, my uh, Who else? Who else do we get to cheer for? That's gonna be really fun. Justin Abdelkader. Uh, Ottawa Senators own Bobby Ryan. That's right. Is Abdicator going to make the Olympic team, though? He got a, he got a camp invite, but uh, I, I actually don't know. Like, okay. he should not, but I wouldn't put it past Team USA to do that. Is Jimmy Howard going to be the starting goalie? Uh, yes, but it's going to be more on Jonathan Quick having a terrible start to the season than it is going to be Team USA recognizing Jimmy Howard's greatness. Jimmy Howard isn't that great. Yeah, he is. <laughs> You're just spoiled in Boston because of Tuka Rask and Tim Thomas. Great as well. You don't know what good goaltending is, really, because you're spoiled. Wait, I was hoping, we don't know what I good was hoping we'd sign Tim Thomas. Good being, you know, less than great, which is what we have. Oh, okay. So we're yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you've had such great goaltending, you wouldn't recognize good goaltending because everything comparatively looks awful. We had Manny Fernandez. True. He was good. <laughs> Definitely not great. Until he broke his back. Well, yes. Yeah. That's two-time Jennings winner Manny Fernandez. I'll have you know. I'll, I'll still never forget that speech at the at the NHL awards where uh, <laughs> Thomas wanted to thank your wife for you, Manny. <laughs> what an asshole! Well, please, no, please, he's, no he's still one of the second greatest Manny goaltender. We had Manny Legacy, and he was That's right. amazing. Best money ever. I think he actually broke down a tear during a game. Oh, God. Didn't, in the conference finals in 2011, didn't we make Tampa's goalie cry? Or was that somebody else? No, I think that was us. Rollison? Yeah. 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 That game seven was so soul-crushing. Oh. Uh, all those former Minnesota Wild goalies. Although, in fairness, all of my memories of Tuka Rask are of him angrily swinging a stick at things. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... It's pretty accurate. 
wait until next year when we have two goalies who do stuff like that. It's going to be great. As opposed to, what, two years ago when we also had two goalies that did that? <laughs> right, but did Thomas ever, like, actually throw things? Well, there was one time when he picked up a... The, he, like, got scored on the in overtime or something, and he, like, picked up the net. Yeah, do you remember who that was against? <sighs> it was St. Louis. Bunch of fucking assholes. They call it the uh, Martin Luther King Day Miracle. Oh, right. That was right, because Jack, Jack Edwards was like, it's going to take, take a, a miracle, miracle now. Yeah, and then they did it. it was and cool. they did it. That was a regular season game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaningless regular season game that they gave a cool nickname to? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Was... <laughs> well, what, what playoff game would they give a cool nickname to? Yeah, especially not against the Bruins. <laughs> that time when Bobby Orr flew through the air? I mean, yeah. I liked it, but... Well, there's a particularly memorable uh, double overtime game that featured Wayne Gretzky in an important scoring role. He uh, assisted Steve Eiserman on his game winner. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky in his, what, 20 games as a Blue? Yeah, Blues fans are still a little salty about that. Yeah, well... Did they raise his I mean, number to the there, Raptors? Do you realize how many of those, those uh, like, irregular-numbered 99 Blues jerseys people have at games? It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, I mean, if Gretzky is coming to your team, I guess he probably did buy his jersey, but, like, come on. No, that's still embarrassing. I saw a Shanahan Blues jersey the last time I was at a game. Yeah, there's a few of them floating around. Oh, wow, that's a memory. Shanahan was a blue? There's yeah. so much I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not for very long. I mean, I'm learning, but... You know what was really cool was uh, when I was out there, I went to a practice one time, and... um. Keith Kachuk and Al McInnes were just hanging out, sitting behind me on the bench. Like, the, the stands that all the fans were sitting in. Just hanging out. I don't know, that's the whole story. It's not pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, St. Louis isn't that bad. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. No, they're fucking awful. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go so far as to say fucking awful, but painfully mediocre now. Now we're talking... <laughs> No, because they got up to painfully mediocre, mm. which they are now. Right. And now their fans are just all full of... Almost as bad as Detroit fans? No, they're even worse, because they spent mm-hmm. so many years just with the, the bitterness of having such a horrible loser team. Oh. That they like they were specifically saving... Like, we, we suffered for the right to lord over our mediocreness. So... Stomped by the Kings. So, <laughs> like Toronto fans keep saying, it's uh, it's gonna happen one of these days. Pretty much. I don't know if you're familiar with that, having been out of their conference for a while. But it seems like every uh, month or so, I hear from Toronto fans, "We're bad now, but just you wait. We're gonna be fucking unbearable when we're anything close to good." And it's true. Yeah, it is true. That really See, happened. That's Blues fans. <clears throat> Yeah, they did get pretty bad once they actually made the playoffs. It's true. There's so many more Leafs I mean, fans, though. There's so many what? Oh, well, yeah. That's oh, the other yeah. There's so few. I mean, there aren't a lot of Leafs fans. You know, the other problem is that you get to April, and everyone's suddenly a baseball fan. So I walked up to a playoff game when I was there in, in um, 2012, the first game against the Sharks. It was the first playoff game they had in four years, and I walked up to the box office and bought a ticket. Yeah, you can't have a discussion with a, an argument with a Blues fan after March that doesn't eventually devolve into, oh yeah, the Cardinals are good. Right. Like I give a, like I give a shit. No, that's that's fun too though, because I would just um, I wore a Red Sox shirt to Bush Stadium one time. Oh. That felt. Yeah, suckers. 
Well, I hope you learn to hate all the teams that we hate, like Toronto, Montreal. That so shouldn't take long. Commiserate um, about it. Yeah, those those are pretty easy to hate. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. If you're really lucky, Cronwall will take uh, somebody on Montreal's head off. And oh my God, what if he takes out Pacioretty? And Andrew Bouchard will never <laughs> talk to you again oh without God. bringing it up. <laughs> and then if you bring it up, he'll he'll yell at you for it. I right, can't of wait. course. I forgot. I've got a whole other conference to talk about Cronwall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because I mean, we had like all the yeah. Cronwall discussions with everybody in the West, so now we get to do it all over again. Mmm, delightful. Well, for some dumb reason, like the Wings and the the Habs are friendly on Twitter. Like they're really yeah. nice to each other. So I'm trying to break that up. Good. Yeah. There's too much of that shit going around. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, the Habs posted a a link to a gallery of big hits from the team. I was like, well, did any of those create calls to the police? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Talk to us when uh, Montreal calls 911 on you. <laughs> <laughs> it, with Cronwall, it'll happen. Or, or Adel Cater will take a run at a guy. He'll jump in a guy's head. Yeah, but Cronwall is, like, known for it. I yeah, feel like part, he part jumps of... every time. Every game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll be crying about him leaving his feet. I'd say the first game you guys play him. He's got that weird butt-exploding hit thing that nobody really, like, the league doesn't know what to do with. Didn't Koivu, uh, Miko, mind you, not the lesser, uh, <laughs> didn't he reverse one of those hits on him? I seem to remember when I... Yeah, I was pretty but, salty about that. It was a... <clears throat> he took a, a shot on goal, and then basically, uh, he actually, Datsu does this to people a lot, too. Yeah. He waited on him, um back first and then kind of exploded his back into Cromwell's face while he wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was fucking awesome. More than a year separated from that incident. Um, it's it's funny, but yeah, I wasn't uh, wasn't very happy about that at the time. Oh, I'm sure you weren't. I, on the other hand, was just giddy. My second team is Minnesota, if you haven't picked that up already. I wonder what you're doing on Hockey Wilderness all the time. I just go there for the fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're almost as good as the ones on our side. Good old hockey wilderness. Yeah. I don't get. The, why do you guys have so many second teams? I don't <laughs> understand that. Um, well, you I see, being a Boston sports fan, at least in the la- in recently, um, we just there's just so much winning that happens. <laughs> just championship after championship after championship, and so in order to really ground myself to in, recapture that that losing feeling that we had as that, children, you know that it, it's the the joy of triumph and the agony of defeat. Well, I don't know how that goes exactly. But, like, without that second part, you know, I really can't appreciate how just how good I have it. So I'm, I'm really... Yeah, I'm, how I'm great not... everything is in Boston. So that's 17 seconds in game six, just nothing, huh? You know, honestly, I keep forgetting that happened. I was I, there. I was, I was totally too. There. I was there. I was, you know, sitting up on level nine. I, I, did, thing... you boo, did you boo Batman from level nine? No, no Maybe. You I did as loud as I could. Yeah. But I was on level nine, so. No, no I, I sat there. I actually didn't leave the building until about 12.30 because I just. Stunned, I, yeah. I was emotions. Like, I'm a glass case of emotion. It was terrible. Um, But no, I, I honestly, like, keep remembering that it was that six, it was 16 seconds, right? Not not 13. I, yeah, I just. And I don't even remember who scored the goals. Bullig scored the second one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty embarrassing. Was it Bowling or was it it was Bowling, really? Yeah. I think so. It was Bowling. Brian St. Louis, Brandon Bowling. That explains why you guys latched onto the wild and the blues at least. 
Because if you want to go losing, those are pretty good choices. I mean... Because they're not even level losers. Those teams are, are hateable losers. It's like you're glad that they lose. I mean, obviously you're not because you're fans. You're like your secondary fans of them. I never really got why people hated Minnesota as much as they do. I mean, I understand why some people hate Hockey Wilderness because they're stuck-up idiots, but but like as a team, like they're they're such a non-threat. Like it's how, it's really it's always about the fans. I mean, there's it's no like reason. Florida. I mean, well, Minnesota had Cal Clutterbuck for a while, and that guy's a piece of shit. That <laughs> guy, he is a piece of shit, and it's awesome. He's an Islander now. Yeah, and, and they replaced him with Matt Cook, so that's that's even yeah. better. Yeah, and they gave Matt Cook Derek Bugard's number, which I am still fucking livid about. Yeah, so and then they signed Parise and Suter right before Leopold was one of the leaders of the lockout. July yeah. July fourth, uh, two thousand twelve. Yeah, so a great day for America. And there's the I mean Jeremy Jacobs obviously was the the evil guy behind yeah I'm not listening to that the evil guy behind the whole lockout, but Leopold is kind of the you know, I'm going to sign $200 million for the contracts and then say, nah, I don't really want to pay that much. Oh, yeah. That's that's a real shit move. Yeah, I don't think anybody really is saying Leopold's anything good. I mean, I'm used to my team's owners being shit, so... Plus, they've got Danny Heatley. I was once at a party, and uh, Joe Yurden came out wearing a Danny Heatley Fractions jersey, and I was very drunk. And I started yelling at him, you're not allowed to drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is the correct response. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the Blues are all they're they're super easy. Oh, they're terrible. I love them. They're great. Uh, David Backus, oh, what a, what a guy. So, so fantastically overrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then, Same thing with T.J. Oshie. You want to talk overrated? Jeez, he hasn't done anything significant in the last couple of years at all. He hit a dude. He did hit a dude. He hit Charlie like twice that one game. Remember? Yeah, yeah, he he knocked him over. He can do that. That's that's fun. He's supposed to be a goal scorer. He's Jesus. Howerville is a wild. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that guy. Um, I don't know anything about Jason Pominville. I like Jason Pominville. <laughs> if you, if you, yeah, that. Fans, okay. So they have these signs around the arena that are really cheesy, and they have Pominville's like goal total on a, or they did, I guess on a big sign at the back of one of the sections, and it said, Welcome to Pominville, population, and then the number of goals. Yeah. Wicked name. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> if you if you go back to my, like, early, early, early blog days in on, like, my shitty little Blogspot blog, uh, you definitely will find early Pominville hate for no real reason other than just, like, fuck that guy. I don't know. There's nothing you really did. I just kind of hate him. I think he scored a lot on the Bruins. That's about it. Yeah, maybe that's it. I mean, I never forgave Barrett Jackman for winning the Calder. That was <laughs> should have been Henrik Zetterberg's. Oh, Jackman. Also, that guy's a fucking caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's the star of possibly the greatest hockey gift ever. Oh, yeah, the, the what? The I use that. what? I try to use that once a day. Yeah, yeah, the Blues seem to show up in these things a lot, like the uh, Red Wings Blues game where Koliakolo crashed into the camera. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Classic for the ages. That one was also good because in the background it shows Valtteri Fopola actually driving the net, which he never does. <laughs> it's like a unicorn. All right, guys, i got to jump off, so it was uh, good meeting you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah you th- do. Sorry. You Thanks for coming on. Yeah.
Yeah, thanks for coming. All right. All right, take care, guys. So I think this is going to be fun, this new uh, Floor Feast thing. I think so, too, yeah. There's going to be a lot of, of new adventures. I still can't get over the fact that they named uh, the other division the Metropolitan. What is Seattle going to do when the Metropolitans come back? They're going to name them something stupid. Or, better yet, they'll name them Sounders Hockey Club. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's perfect. They can have that idea for free. It's fine. It's just... There's like this whole built-in like crazy fan base right there. Like, It would totally work. Plus, they'd have a great rivalry, rivalry with uh, Vancouver. The city, they're like two and a half hours from each other. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Now, and then after that, we just need to put a team in Portland, and then we're really talking. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on, JJ. Yeah, yeah, thanks for, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thanks for having me. One, one of these days, I'll, uh, or today, we'll have one or both of you on, on our very own podcast. What is your podcast called? Winging It Radio, oh. or Wim Radio. Yeah, we put our best minds on that. Well, we just came up with our name like just now, so What's what's yours called again? <laughs> the the Art Ross Radio Hour. Art Ross Radio Hour, I like that. Yeah, right? Pretty good. You, you I still think you should have gone with release the Rancor. <laughs> we got some pretty pretty interesting suggestions on that today, actually. <laughs> Most of them came from uh, Fork at Hockey Night, because he's a jerk. Yeah, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> I love him. Uh <laughs> Let's see. He suggested the Boston Muscle Bears, which isn't even really a radio-related name. That's fine. Uh, Lara suggested um, something great. She suggested Crimes Against Humanity. I like that one, yeah. Uh, Steve Dangle suggested Poke the Bear Podcast, spelled P-A-W-D, which, sure. A bunch of Habs fans said a bunch of dumb things, because... That's what they do. Yep. Um, some Coyotes fan said something, something, Goodwill hunting joke. Uh, yeah, so some good stuff. Were there no, like, or jokes? Um, no, actually. Or radio? <laughs> oh, I like this one. Uh, the Scrodcast. <laughs> cool. A couple, couple of Renee Rancor jokes, I don't know, not bad. Good effort, Internet. Yeah, yeah but thanks for having me on this. Whatever, the Art Ross Radio Hour. I appreciate it. See you next time on the Art Ross Radio Hour. Brought to you by First National Grocery Stores.